You're listening to The People's Wrestling Podcast with your host, Ali Bunker. Yes, welcome to The People's Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ali Bunker. This week, coming from Aiden's lovely new flat, I'm joined by Aiden Bunker himself. It'd be a bit weird if I weren't joined by you and I was in your flat, wouldn't it? Yeah, maybe illegal. <laughs> Not illegal. We are related. I don't think that, that holds up in a court of law. So I think, just break in. I think it does. Uh, I think they would go for that. Anyway, Aiden, how are you? I'm all right. We're in your lovely new flat, surrounded by lovely painted walls. I'd like to take um, at least 20% of the credit for it. Um, maybe a little generous. <laughs> Brilliant. How dare you. Um, but how are you? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Same old, same old. Fine, fine. I've um, got over my, my little illness from the other week. You had an illness? Yeah, you remember you I sounded awful? Cold. You had a bit of a cold, yeah. yeah. That's what I meant. You always sound awful. Um, wow. Harsh, but true. We're also joined by Matt Bumby. Matt Bumby, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad, not too bad. Not too bad. You're not too bad then, right? Not too bad. <laughs> good, good. Um, how's your week? How's your week been, Matt? Um, wrestling or personal? Yeah, bit of both, bit of both. Wrestling shot. Hmm. Uh, personal, yeah, right. <laughs> Did you know that that rhymed? I didn't. But, but it was, it was a that's nat- beautiful uh, bit of poetry. The, the natural poet in me. Yes. Um, looking forward to seeing. We'll we'll see more of each other this weekend, won't we? We're going to a, a beer festival here in good old MK, so that'll be uh, nice to all meet up. Um, yeah, but as long as you don't slap me again. What we? <laughs> I believe you you're the one who wet floor used, used a foreign object. <laughs> I believe I took. I was very light with that thing. I could have hit you around the head. The bouncer didn't think so. <laughs> well, yeah, he wanted to chuck me out. It was chucking out time, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that was the only reason why I wanted to get rid of it. No, don't do that. <laughs> Brilliant bouncing. Uh, right, we're not here to talk about beer or wet floor signs or foreign objects. And paint on walls. We're here to talk about... Or your girly flat. You haven't even seen it yet, you prick. (laughs) And you know what? Flat. With more slander like that, you'll never get to see it. (laughs) I said girly slap. Oh, I thought you said flat. (laughs) No. (laughs) I was like, why are you getting so irate about me calling (laughs) Ali slap girly? Hey, hang on, what? (laughs) (laughs) That was not girly. I have you know I was going very light on you because I didn't want to hurt you. Because you know I'd knock you the fuck out <laughs> if you'd have done it properly. <laughs> there is a chance that may happen, yes. But whatever. Anyway, we'll move on. We're talking about wrestling, not slapping. No one slaps in wrestling, right? Um, so, WWE. Well, and Matt, you um, you started off with a description of it by being... Well, well, it was basically shite for you this week. I wouldn't quite go that far. We we started the week with um, Super Showdown on a, well, a Saturday morning England time. How weird is that? Yeah. It was like watching, um, was strange. It was like watching Smackdown again on a Saturday morning. I never watched wrestling on a Saturday morning. Well, yeah, well, it was as if it was a something I'd recorded and didn't get yeah. around to watching until Saturday. Yeah. Well, I didn't actually watch it on Saturday morning. I didn't get to watch it on Monday. <laughs> yeah. I watched yeah, it on I didn't, Saturday I didn't and Sunday. Get 
I don't think anybody actually watched it on Saturday. <laughs> I I didn't watch it till Monday, and I I pretty well managed to avoid the the results. Yeah, I managed to. Avoid I didn't everything. really try. Well, I didn't really try that hard. And then I saw a post from WWE when they, whenever they recap a pay-per-view, they'd give all the results. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it, let me just have a look. And I was scrolling through. And all well, I, I see... didn't know. On Twitter, you can mute like hashtags and stuff. Have you yeah. not? They've been able to do this for like three years. Yeah. Never knew that was existed. I was scrolling through the pictures and then all I see is Charlotte Flair defeats Becky Lynch. I was like, what? <laughs> no way have they done this already. And then so the entire match I was watching and waiting... And then, yeah. But well, she did defeat her. Did they defeat did her, not lie to you. I just kind of assumed it'd be via clean methods. So, what do we make of Super Showdown in the end, Matt? I think, but you you've come out and said you actually didn't watch all of it because you heard it was pretty bad. Yeah, I heard it was bad before watching it, and then I watched the first two matches, which weren't too bad. And then I just thought, am I really going to watch four hours of this, knowing it's not going to be that great? Well. The first two matches actually were probably some two of the better ones on the card, so you probably picked some good ones, some good ones to watch. Um, Aiden, what were your thoughts on the pay view as a whole? Um, I, I had higher expectations going into it than I did for Greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah, and I thought overall it was a better show than that. Yeah, um, a couple, yeah, a couple bits where maybe like the lack of atmosphere let it down. I've I've thought that quite a lot. Um, I guess with a stadium show, it's always hard to do that in, to keep that atmosphere in general. But yeah, like it had its moments. I think yeah. it started off quite well, and then the, for the last kind of hour and a half, it kind of felt a bit of a drag. Yeah, as they tend to really these after big the long a- shows. After the AJ and Samoa Joe match, I think it kind of went downhill. Yeah, well, not via any fault of the like the competitors really. It's just it it just kind of then was like oh. There was a big high moment, I think, after that match. We'll get to that in a sec. Um, I, can't, I can barely remember the order, to be fair. <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll run through it for you. So, the first match, which Matt, you caught, so we'll get your thoughts on it as well. New Day defeated uh, Cesaro and Sheamus and retained the tag team title, the SmackDown tag team titles. Um, I thought this was a really good match. And I loved the finish. I've never seen that finishing move by New Day. Yeah, it looked brutal. It did look brutal. It was like a backstabber into a coup de grace. Which looked pretty awesome. Uh, what did you make of this match? And the result? I thought it was like just a good, pretty short, fun match. So it, was, it was just short ten minutes. Um, it's one of like one of these one of those pairings where like you can just tell these teams obviously have great chemistry. They always put on good matches. Yeah. Um, so they were just kind of told that you've only got ten minutes. Go out there, start it hot, and. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, it was really good. Matt, what did you make of it? Yeah, I thought it was good. I'm, I'm a little bit... I don't know if I've said this before. I'm a little bit tired of the New Day. I think a lot of people have been saying this for about three years. <laughs> um, but like, I think they whenever they, do. They go through um, like patches for me. I get a little bit bored of them. And then they can't. They do something hilarious, and I think, oh, these guys are just so funny. Like, it's I generally like probably them. around this time of year as well. Yeah. Because like, when, when they were... When they had the titles for so long and they were waiting to break the record, everyone was like, it was obvious that they were yeah. still just having the titles just to break the record. And then there was a period, like, I don't know, everything kind of felt a bit flat and then they had, like, rivalry with the Usos and, like, they, they go through these periods and then around kind of start of the year mania time, it, they ramp it up. Yeah. Um, 
And the I think, pancake thing's doing my tip. Yeah, then. I think the pancake thing I'm done with. I think yeah, I was done with it instantly when it when it first started. But um, yeah, I was as well. Was what's, not... what was, what's next though? I mean, they've had the cereal. They they tried the ice cream for about a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, and you know, one of those... know, I don't know. You probably you probably did know. You know the guy that was in the ring with them, Mister Bootyworth. Mister Bootyworth. A couple of weeks ago. Yeah. That's. Uh, Mick Foley's son. Well, was it? Oh, I thought I recognised yeah. him, to be fair. What, Dewey? Yeah. Yeah, he's Dewey, yeah. Oh, no. I did not know that. Yeah, I, I, I thought you looked familiar. Ah. He's just he's lost a shit ton of, of weight. I did not know that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, Dewey taking the bumps for, uh, <laughs> like Foley did. I think he took it. He didn't take a bump, did he? Uh, I think he did. He had pancake batter on his head. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't displeased with the new day winning this match. I think their tag team title reign has got more legs in it. But uh, you're a bit. I, I kind of agree with you, Matt. I want to see something fresh from them, and I just I just think the next thing will be some sort of other edible item which they can try and market. Which you know, I just need to see something different. But at the same time, they're so successful and so popular that I mean, it works for WWE, so it works for those guys. So, Are they who am I to sold, say? like pancake mix or anything yet? <laughs> Probably. Wouldn't surprise me. I think they have. Um, New Day, though, they're one of those acts who you. Even though they're so great in the ring, like they are really great competitors. If you were watching it with someone who didn't like wrestling or didn't want to watch wrestling or was watching it just because you wanted them to, they're hard, they're hard to explain to, explain, to yeah, someone yeah. that this isn't they're not that shit they're just like, like they just really, like having fun they're actually really good at success they're really goofy and kooky but they're actually really good it just doesn't make sense to other people um so that's a little bit of a concern <laughs> it's just hard to justify to someone when you see new day on the screen to think yeah i'm gonna carry on watching this because <laughs> you know what i think they could do with actually i think they could do with going to raw yeah and then trying to like vitalize that yeah now, now you've got division, oh, which is shit at the minute now you've got revival you've got Seth and Deep Boy the shield in general AOP you've got AOP you've got Drew and Dolph the B team <laughs> like yeah there is a bit like when they when they were on Raw it was like oh they faced everyone on Raw a million times so they went to Smackdown but now they've kind of faced everyone on Smackdown a million yeah. times I need to see more of them versus the Usos. You haven't seen that for a long enough time. <laughs> um, where are the Usos? No idea. No, no, I was watching Total Divas from Sunday, mm-hmm. and Naomi was talking about how um, Jay, Jimmy, sorry, Jay, has managed to lose fifty pounds since like in the yeah, last two years you don't realise until you see the picture so I, I know he he trimmed down they yeah. both trimmed down a bit because um, they were a little bit like they weren't fat or weren't chubby they were a little when, like, when they, soft looking when they turned to, when they turned heels you yeah. could tell that like, and they were covered up by clothes but you could tell they were a little bit chubby yeah but yeah 50 pounds is a lot of weight yeah it is a lot of weight but yeah, he hasn't been able to show it off because he just hasn't been around, like neither of them really. I know he was on a mismatch challenge. Well, to be fair, this was also recorded about six months ago, so mm-hmm. whenever she was talking about it, I mean, he would have been on TV all the time. Maybe. I don't know. We'll guess so. Just after WrestleMania, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, moving on then. So, the SmackDown Women's Tag Team Championship was defended next. Aiden, as you've already pointed out, Charlotte Flair beat 
Becky Lynch, but she did not take the title back to America with her. That is true, she did not. This is because Becky Lynch got herself disqualified. Uh, I can't sort this one coming, if I'm honest. Um, I didn't really contemplate it. I was watching it while painting in the bathroom, to be fair, so I didn't pay the most attention to it. I thought it was a good match, actually. It was. It, was just, it did seem like a good match. It was just shy of 11 minutes, so only slightly bit, slight bit longer than the, uh, the tag team match. Um, I thought it was a good match. I don't think it was their best match this week. Yeah, it's not their best match that they've had. <laughs> Which is, is because they've had two matches this week and the one on SmackDown was, was definitely better. Um, but it was yeah, still a really solid match. Uh, I think the result is right. It just felt a bit soft, didn't it? The the belt being used whilst in the figure eight. It wasn't really a shot with a belt. It should kind of hit with a strap. Yeah. And it was just a, a bit of a... I get why. Obviously, it's a disqualification, but it didn't. It didn't seem very impactful. It didn't have the impact I think that they would have wanted. Um, but it made sense. Becky keeps the title as the heel. It's a heelish thing to do, which obviously led to the match on Tuesday on SmackDown, which then had the the stipulation that if Becky got herself disqualified, she'd lose the title, and that's always an interesting uh, situation. Um, so this match was good. Matt, did you, what did you make of it? Yeah, I thought the match was... Good. Which one were we talking about? Showdown or Smackdown? Showdown. Say again? Uh, uh, Super Showdown. Oh, yeah, I thought it was a good match. It's not their best. Uh, it's obviously leading to... I thought it was going to lead to evolution anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of felt like um, the, the chains were still on a bit. Yeah, they doesn't. weren't given free reign to do anything they wanted. I think they will be at Evolution, sort of. I think they will go for it. You hope and so. That will be match of the night. Yeah, you would hope so. I mean, um, I believe it's probably. Well, would it be the main event of Evolution? No, it's gonna it be Ronda, should be. It? Is it Ronda Nikki? I don't know. I don't think you could put Ronda versus Nikki in the main event because everybody knows who's winning that match. The fans. <laughs> Everybody wants to see it, right? Nope. <laughs> well, on on that leaked card from yeah. a month or two ago. Was that at the top? It was. That was the the main one. Uh, the main event. Uh, it should definitely be Charlotte and Becky. It's the last woman standing match. Well, it, did, it did say a lot of things on it, like pe- people have trashed it, saying it's come out as fake, it's not true, or whatever. Because there were things like a Carmella talk show segment with every, with the cast of Glow. Yeah, that could uh, still happen. Um, Might be a Truth TV. Yeah, obviously there's been changes to the the uh, to the Mickey and Alexa and Leo yeah. and Trish and all that stuff. So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I feel like if any of those two were going to main event, it would be Ronda, Nikki. Yeah, I guess so. Um, all right, next up on the card then, Matt. So I'm assuming you didn't see this match. Nope. This is the John Cena, Bobby Lashley versus Elias and Kevin Owens tag team match. Um, I'm fucking glad I didn't. Passable, I think. Forgettable. I, uh, t- to be honest, I got about three or four minutes into it. Bobby Lashley started the match out. <laughs> yeah. And I just get so uncomfortable watching Bobby Lashley because at all times it just seems like he doesn't know what what is happening, what what <laughs> is what he's doing. And it was so there was in the first three or four minutes there were so many moments of like like clunky moments or bits where he was kind of like facing the wrong way or he went to do something and it didn't quite work out and I, I just couldn't watch it so I'd yeah. skipped to the end. 
All right. Well, well I, I skipped but he, he was to... like on Raw as well. Hmm. Yeah. I, 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 I skipped. It's like, it's like someone hasn't told him what to do. <laughs> I think I skipped a fair amount of this match. But I believe John Cena only you know, only tagged in once. Came in at the end. Came in at the end, did his six, six moves of doom, and then pinned Elias, which is the very essence of burying this young talent. I know, and like I know we saw it a couple of months ago when he did that new move. Yeah, and I assumed it was just terrible. Oh, they're in China. Yeah, that's was like the main reason why he's doing it. Because I know he said he was going to unveil a new move, so I assumed. Oh, they've said it's this move because that's where they are. They're in Shanghai right now. Yeah. But no, then he goes and does it in fucking Australia. I know, man. And it just makes me go like... Like, the way Michael Cole's like, the sixth move of doom! It just yeah. makes you go like, that's a blatant, like, fuck off yeah. to the fans. Just like, oh, you thought you were going to get something and all you get is a fucking punch. Yeah. And then Corey Gray's having to sell it like it's the most amazing movie he's ever seen. I know. It was, it was stupid. Um... And like, things like that. Where if a non-wrestling fan was watching, it'd be like, just, just yeah. a punch, and you'd be like, yeah, it was like a proper punch, it's it like was, a jab. Yeah, but um, but you just have to be like, pathetic. yeah, it, it was a punch. Yeah. Like, you can't even defend. You have to be like, yeah, well, he hit his finisher before that, so he's already out. <laughs> even but though no, he, he hit the, he hit the AA and Elias stood yeah. straight back <laughs> up. I was like, Elias is the first person <laughs> to ever get straight back up from an AA. Um, only to be beaten by a punch. Um, <laughs> did you hear what Renee was saying about John Cena living in China for the last three months and spoken nothing he but Mandarin? Yeah, he hasn't spoken any English for three months. That's, do you think that's why he hasn't had his hair cut? Because he can't explain <laughs> it to a barber. <laughs> oh, God, it looks awful. <laughs> I mean, he just looks like JBL. Yeah, that's what a lot of yep. people are saying. He looks, he's got JBL's hairstyle, um, <laughs> which is quite funny when you see the comparison photos because he, he does actually look like JBL. But he's lost so much, like mass from his face and like neck he's still ripped to fuck like he is still shredded yeah but he's so lean now his face looks gaunt his hair's longer i don't think he looks gaunt i think he does i think the hair makes him look more like that he just looks skinnier in the face which i guess he's just leaner but he's been training with jackie chan he's john leaner now rather than john cena that was a brilliant joke you should both laugh at that in your spare time um if, I know. <laughs> thank you I um, wouldn't do that if I made a joke like that. <laughs> no, it'd be fucking pathetic. Um, but yeah, Bobby Lashley and John Cena won the match. They, uh, John Cena pinned Elias after that sick move of doom, whatever it's called, something in Chinese or Mandarin or whatever. Um, Kevin, but Kevin Owens was there as well. <laughs> essentially a punch. And yeah, Kevin Owens was there, just involved somehow. Um, not really doing a lot, but I guess we know, kind of know why. Um, anyway... Moving on from that, then Australia's own, the Iconics, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, who oh, fair, well, a good reaction, but probably not the reaction I was expecting no. from an Australian crowd, uh, defeated Asuka and Naomi. So good to see they got a win. Yeah, I can't believe that the home <laughs> yeah. nation or hometown, whatever, actually won. That never happened in <coughs> WWE anymore. Yeah, that never ever happens. Excuse me, just dying over here. Um, no, it doesn't happen, but it actually it happened twice on this show, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, they picked up a win. There is match. No, no mention of the fact that I'm pretty sure they're both from Sydney. Yeah, they are both from Sydney. Which, I don't know Australia that well, but I'm pretty sure it was hours away from oh, Melbourne. Oh yeah, it's a long time away. I'll <laughs> tell you, actually, I'm not going to Melbourne, but um, I can I can 
definitely estimated it's definitely over 10 hours away exactly <laughs> but because it's in the country it's therefore like yeah. home turf yeah. whereas someone from like Kentucky in an American show in I don't know New LA York. is not considered the hometown favourite <laughs> no um, yeah so they defeated Asuka and Naomi and let's face it this Asuka and Naomi team isn't going anywhere nobody really cares about it do you know not do you? really I mean, Asuka deserves a lot more. Naomi deserves a lot more. Especially leading up to an all-women's pay-per-view. Like Eight-hour drive. There you go. Nearly nine-hour drive. You feel like they just, could be doing Just something. down the road from London, as Michael Cole would say, about Norwich. <laughs> I feel like they could be doing something special with these types of talents, especially with this all-women's pay-per-view coming up. And yet, they're kind of just floundering. Like, like Naomi has done most of her WWE career, to be fair. But Asgard has felt a bit different. I should obviously come from NXT with his streak. And what did I tell you? What did I tell you a few months ago? Once she lost her unbeaten streak, I said they fucked her over, and they won't do anything with her now. And they probably will come go to back pass, to it. She has fucking done nothing since coming back. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean you're I right. Think- <laughs> I think like they're in a tough position with the un- with the undefeated streak in that they obviously can't do it forever, and then when when you break that streak, you have to you have to still display them as like you have to remember why they were unbeaten in the first place. Yeah. But it's like they've just gone. Oh, she's lost now. Now she can lose every week. Yeah, she can lose every week. I mean, if you're telling the story that, like, oh, she lost her streak, destroyed her confidence, and now she yeah. can't even buy a win, then fine, but they're not even they're There's not no even mention that. of that. Yeah. It's just like, oh, the Iconics beat her on her first night on SmackDown in a tag match. Yeah. And, yeah, and she hasn't won a lot. She lost to Carmella a bunch. That About was good. basically been it, really. Yeah. Um, moving on from that, then. So, the WWE Championship was the fifth match on a uh, ten match card, so it was halfway through, which is a, tra- a travesty, a crime in itself. Um, but the match, I think, probably AJ and Samoa Joe's best. Yeah, I mean they've not had a bad match. I know that in the Shinsuke AJ rivalry, we were a little bit underwhelmed by a lot of it, um, but I don't think at any point I've been underwhelmed by this rivalry. No, I tweeted out just after I finished watching the match that this feud is everything that the AJ Shinsuke feud should have been. Yes, I agree with that. This is exactly what it should I'm be. I'm a little annoyed it's finished. That's yeah. what she said. <laughs> well, I mean, it couldn't... I can say, it can't go on forever. That's what she said. Um, but so I feel like it's a rivalry they can revisit quite easily. Because it was so personal. Right. They do seem I to have just switched it off. I felt they went to depth where, like... Samoa Joe needed to win. Yeah, I would, I would, I would agree with that. But I feel like they're do, they're doing a sort of record title reign for AJ. At the you know, AJ moment. is now um, he's a couple of days away from being the tenth longest reigning WWE champion of all time. Wow. Who would he overtake? Do you know? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> no. On NXT, are they mentioning that? Pete Dunn's been UK yeah. champion for, for like yeah, four years. They are. <laughs> he's just he's he's just right right about now. Um, if maybe not a few days ago, he reached the five hundred day mark. And I was thinking the other day, and I was going to put a tweet out about it, see if anyone knew um, as to how far off of Asuka's title reign he is. 
because you really can only be a couple of months away. Yeah, it won't be that far out. Have you seen the match that's going on NXT tonight, by the way? No. Yes. Triple threat, yeah. Oh, has that has not happened yet? It, well, it has, but it's on TV tonight. I see, I see. Uh, yeah, that, 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 that kind of seems... They like should have saved that for a pay-per-view, surely. I know. It's because there's like, quite a while now, I guess, till their next takeover. So it would be Royal Rumble, then, wouldn't it? Uh, it'd be Survivor it'll Series. It would be Survivor Series. Right? Um, Are they doing one of the Survivor Series? Yeah, they did War Games at Survivor Series last year. They did. Ah, uh, yeah, and they'll do War Games again. I would have thought, wouldn't they? I, I hope so. I think so. Um, yeah, so like, because there's such a long gap every now and then, they, every couple of weeks they'll drop a huge like match in. Yeah, and they even had. Like, I did ten... like your tweet about um, Lars Sullivan and EC3. Is <laughs> that about Vince Vince Man? Yeah, you would imagine yeah. that's just his wet dream. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I definitely agree with that. Um, so, back to AJ and Samoa, Joe. Uh, or Samoa, any segues? Samoa, as Paige like to call him. Um, <laughs> um, no count-out, no disqualification match for WWE Championship. AJ Styles wins by submission after uh, Joe Kayfabe injured his knee? Or really injured his knee? What Kayfabe injured Kayfabe? his knee. Yeah. There's no I mean, way that's real. But why? Why are they? Why are they using it for? What? What's the purpose of this injury? Uh, Does he need? Because I suppose the reason just needs a bit of a break. Fine. When you think of it from a traditional point of view, it's comeuppance for the heel, isn't it? He's been a prick. Yeah, and he goes and injures himself. Yeah, I guess it is. But they're, they're carrying it on. Yeah, obviously, like. It is very WWE just to ignore that things ever happen, but like it's the kind of thing... They never do that. <laughs> it's the kind of thing where like you would imagine there would be referenced. So, yeah, there's no way it's real for me. Like, they wouldn't let him compete on Tuesday otherwise. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, silly me. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I liked the match. I thought it was really good. Um, I thought that the ending was, was, was right. I would have liked to maybe... Seeing Joe take a bit more punishment in order for him to tap out. Or just held on for a little yeah. bit longer and have AJ like really keep dragging him away. Yeah. Even though the ropes didn't actually make a difference. Well, yeah. Like it would have been, I think maybe it would have helped if he'd got the ropes and the referee had just been like, Nothing sorry, can do, I, can't, <laughs> I can't do anything. And then he would have then eventually would have just given in because he knows he can't get out of it. That would have made a bit more sense to me. Has um, that ever happened? No, I, don't, I can't recall it. They do get to the rope and a referee's like, doesn't break, but then they end up breaking it. Somewhere. Yeah, well, but, they, they end yeah, up like. But I would like that. Putting that themselves would be a great ending. Yeah, just to be like, he's got the ropes, but I'm sorry, I can't do anything. And I swear it's only in the last couple of years where they've kind of introduced they've that. Started Cause, actually enforcing Because now Michael Cole's always like, remember, the ropes don't <laughs> cause a break. But before, it was never, literally never mentioned. It was never mentioned. And then there'd always be calling for rope breaks and stuff in no DQ matches. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like doing that. One, WWE two, listen to three, us. Four, whenever on the, the have that as an ending because that'll be fucking quality. What the finish? That'd be a great finish. Well, I I like to think I just came up with it. So, get me a job on creative. Remember Wrestle Kingdom with Jericho? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> He's calling for a the break. It's like no disqualification, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's how I feel when referees do it. Um, 
though, yeah. AJ retained his title. Right decision, or Matt, you were kind of hoping maybe that Samoa Joe would pick up the win in this one. Yeah, I've become a bit stagnant with AJ as champion. Yeah. And Tuesday, well, SmackDown did not help any with uh, my decision. No? And I'm a little bit bored of Daniel Bryan as well. Oh, well, okay, well. Uh, yeah, I could understand why. But you're in for a fun feud then? <laughs> yeah, you're going to love this feud. <laughs> yep. Um, so AJ picked up the win and retains his title. Aiden, what did you make of it? Did, did you make did you make that right decision? Um, yeah, I think in the long term, when when you want to present AJ as like, uh, they did a, they did in honor of SmackDown 1000 next week. They've done a list of the top five SmackDown superstars of all time. Yeah, and AJ's like number three on it already, which is crazy. But I mean, not wrong. Um, so I think like if you're trying to present him as this huge champion, he's had a year long run, all that kind of stuff. Then, um, yeah, I think overall it was probably the best one. But yeah, I, I think it's probably the right result. I mean, if AJ is going to uh, lose his title, I don't think it should be in Australia. No. <laughs> there's, uh, there's, there's that. Uh, there's only ever been three title changes in Australia for WWE. Two on a show in 1991, and the third one being Buddy Murphy. Which I'm just jumping ahead a little bit. I don't get that. Like, shouldn't have lost it there. I, it doesn't make a difference, I don't think. I don't know, I just think you want those big moments to be on the big stages in front of crowds who appreciate it the most. Um, don't forget, you won it over here in Manchester. In, in Manchester uh, which First title change outside of North America for 50 years. But or he, was, uh, he was taking it off of Jindal Hall, I mean. <laughs> it's not the biggest which got ruined for me. I, I would have had that literally anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Australia could have had that one by all means I would have let them So, but not Samoa Joe beating you AJ Styles you can have that and we'll have a Wrestlemania yeah. or some kind of stadium show yeah I'm, I'm not having AJ Styles lose the title to Samoa Joe in Australia I think that's just no that needs to be a a big four pay-per-view in America or England uh, <laughs> situation um, moving on then so Matt um, Matt you wouldn't have seen any of these matches from now would you nope so you missed Ronda Rousey and the Bella Twins teaming up in a six-women tag team match against the Riot Squad. Pretty glad you didn't see this one because it wasn't great. Uh, it wasn't terrible, um, but you would have just probably hated it because <laughs> it had Brie Bella in it. Um, who didn't, as far as I'm aware, do anything wrong in this match? Well, she did on Raw, so um, we'll get to that later. Yeah, I didn't really recall. Um, but it was all right. It was essentially a copy of what you saw on Raw, so, you know. Apart from the double armbar spot, which was cool and interesting, I thought. A lot of people have said it was stupid and ridiculous. I thought it was alright. It was okay. It's a little bit hokey. It was a bit, but why wouldn't she do that if she can, you know? I think that's a, a good move. So you haven't seen that match. She did a double armbar on both um, Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan, and they both tapped out to Ronda Rousey. Um, so, yeah, interesting. Um... So that was that well, one. then no harm. Then, match of the night for me, and I think for most people, uh, probably a, a, a surprise match of the night, not because of the people involved, just because of the lack of build-up. 
Um, Buddy Murphy defeated Cedric Alexander for the Cruiserweight Championship. Melbourne's own what? Buddy Murphy, we should have. Yeah, he's legitimately. Oh, I've heard a lot of people say this was match of the night. I'm still not going to watch 205 Live. <laughs> I'd probably be the same, but this match was really, really good. Definitely match of the night. One of the best Cruiserweight matches I've seen in a long time. Um, and Buddy Murphy is a real, real talent. They just let them be cruiserweights. Yeah. Just let them have a cruiserweight match. Even though it was only, it was only what, about 10 minutes? It was well, one of the shorter matches. It was 10 minutes and, ten and a half minutes. But it was 10 minutes They're all minutes about the same length of time these, other than the AJs. High-octane. High yeah, high-octane would be how I would describe this match. It was pure energy. It was hard-hitting. Um, and it was for a title, which obviously had the, the stakes higher. Um, and, yeah, it was just... An excellent, excellent match and a great moment for Buddy Murphy. And finally, the crowd actually came to life a little bit with the with the pinfall throughout the match, to be fair to him. Yeah. Um, so, you know, all around a really good display from both those guys. I'm looking forward to seeing a rematch between these two because I'm sure they can knock knock it out of the park again. Yeah, well, they won't be given the time, though. Did you, yeah, well, yeah, did, did you know? Oh, I was going to send this stat to you a couple of, on, on, I think... Friday or whenever it came out that Cedric Alexander hadn't been pinned for an entire year. No, you're not. This was the first time he'd lost by pinfall in since like September. Mm, interesting. Um, the previous year, <laughs> not just a couple <laughs> yeah, weeks ago. <laughs> and um, I must say, I do love Buddy Murphy's finisher as well. I think that's it's great. really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, so, Matt, if you have if you do have any time over the next few weeks or days or whatever. If you're going to watch anything from Super Showdown, go watch that match because it was really good. There's I might no... catch that match because everyone has raved about it. So I don't know if there's any any way he's legitimately under two hundred two hundred four. No, although he does look smaller now, he looks more leaner he's and trimmed. Huge, uh, but yeah, he is a big guy. He's very like Neville body. Yeah. Um, next up, then, so the big six-man tag team match between the Shield and Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre. Who seemingly aren't called the Dogs of War anymore. <laughs> no, or the pack. Uh, I think they got rid of that one. Um, yeah, I mean, this went, went this went 20 minutes. And it to me, this was your bog-standard six-man Monday Night Raw tag team match. Yeah, it went 20 minutes. But for me, it felt about 25. It well, just felt five minutes it, too long. Yeah, it did feel like it went on a long time. I mean, there's some great talent in this match. And we've seen Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler tear the house down and Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre tear the house down and Roman and Braun tear the house down and Dean Ambrose and Drew McIntyre have great matches or a great match but when you put them all together it just felt a bit too cluttered and I definitely think the match they had on Monday and Raw was a hundred times better even that weren't great I thought that was really good on much okay 99 I thought that the one on Raw was really good I think the crowd helped with that though Crowd are well into it in Chicago, and like with Australia, with the Australia show, it, it kind of suffered from the same kind of thing that the Saudi Arabia show did, where it just felt like only a small p- portion of the fans are actually proper fans who watch yeah. a lot. And uh, that might <coughs> sound a bit harsh, but it felt like that. It felt like I would imagine there was lots of people in the crowd who didn't know what was going on. Hence why, like, there wasn't really a lot of buzz for like Peyton, Peyton Royce and. Billy Kay until they started speaking and people were like, oh, 
She sounds like us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone a minute. In the front row, so. Hey. Weren't there plastic chairs in the front they row? Like, yeah, like these white plastic chair thingies. They were like garden chairs, yeah. weren't they? Um, yeah, Triple H had a bit of a run in with one of them. Um, <laughs> By that, I mean he got dumped on his head. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this match was all right. Dean Ambrose picked up the win for his team, uh, which I guess feeds into the story that they're going with at the minute, um, which is cool, you know, uh, good for Dean. Just to clean up his shield brother's messes. Yes. Um, he's the, uh, he's the, he's the cleaner. <laughs> well, I think that gimmick's already taken. <laughs> yes, I think it has been taken. Um, overall average match, 20 minutes long, felt too long, nothing really noteworthy from it, although Braun did get did he get speared by Roman through the barricade, or did he? No, yeah. he, he, he got Roman in. moved out of the way. No, he went to hit Ambrose, and Roman came from the side. Right, yeah, Roman intercepted it. That was yeah, that was it. That was good. With that a was spear. A, that was a good spot with a spear, um, and that led up to to Ambrose getting the pin on Ziggler. Because um, that was after, which we haven't mentioned, um, Roman Superman punching Ambrose. Uh, did he? Yeah, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, he, he punched him, and they were like, "Oh my God, he's punched Ambrose." And then Roman kind of sold it for a bit. And then a couple minutes later, in order to make up for it, he saved him with the spear. Oh, I missed that bit completely. <laughs> I'm glad you both watched it really well then. <laughs> I, just must have, I don't know what I was doing for that part, but I completely missed that bit. Um, why did he Superman punch Dean Ambrose? Because yeah, he went to punch, like Ambrose was on the apron, he went to punch like Ziggler or something, Ziggler moved and hit Ambrose instead. Alright, okay, fair enough. Um, then, probably the most controversial talking point from Super Showdown, Daniel Bryan defeated The Miz, which is great. Everybody likes that. But the Miz oh, I don't, I'm not bothered. In two minutes and 25 seconds. What? I thought he was the, the two-minute man. <laughs> two-minute man, no, it's two minutes and 25 seconds, man. It's good to know... That there's one thing I have in common with the Miz. Yeah. <laughs> so we both don't last very long. <laughs> TMI, Aiden, TMI. In the wrestling ring. Alright, oh, okay. And you both hate small packages? <laughs> <laughs> Something I have in common with Daniel Bryan is that we both have one. <laughs> both utilise a small package as best you can. Daniel Bryan defeated the Miz in 2 minutes and 25 seconds. How ridiculous is that? It was weird. It was like, was it meant to go like that? Yeah. Did it get cut short? Probably. I mean, I'm just looking at the match timings from this show, right? So the first one, pretty much 10 minutes. The second one, pretty much 10 minutes. Third, pretty much 10 minutes. Then, the Iconics and Asuka and Naomi was only about 5. And AJ Styles and Samoa Joe was about 25. So that's half an hour there. Ronda Rousey and the Bellas against the Riders got 10 minutes. Buddy Murphy, Cedric Alexander, 10 minutes. The Shield, Braun Strowman, etc. 20 minutes. So I'm wondering, between AJ and Samoa Joe and the Shield and Braun Strowman, etc. That's 40 minutes worth of wrestling there. 45 minutes worth of wrestling there. And they've given two minutes to Miz and Daniel Bryan. Which has been one of the hottest storylines they've had in years. Yeah. Um... But hey, they both travelled all that way yeah. to Australia. <laughs> that would be pissed. For a two-minute match. I would, yeah, I would be pissed. All that way. To wait all I don't that know, time. I how much you getting paid, I suppose, doesn't it? Well, I guess so. But to wait all that time on the card as well. They were the second to last up 
and they had a two and a half minute match. And the, it yeah, was if someone said to you, I'll give you 20 grand for doing two minutes work, but I'd you've got like, to fly to Australia. I'd be like, make it 25. Not, I don't I'm get gone. for 20 grand. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it was literally, though, like, the crowd didn't react. There was no reaction. No, it wasn't. Because it was like, oh, did that happen? Was that was that meant to happen? Yeah. And then and then like Daniel Bryan's music started playing, and people were like, "Oh, Daniel won!" Because yeah. it like first it kind of looked like maybe it was like a double pinfall yeah. kind of thing. Um, and yeah, it was just a bit like, what? Why? Even the the commentators were like, "Did that just happen?" It was just really kind of it. It, it really fell flat. I think it didn't have the, the desired impact for me. Yeah, just it, it just, just kind of felt like, oh, really? Like that should be a big like if that if they're gonna do that, Daniel Bryan should have won in ten seconds. And they they also should have the commentators should have made should have made a, a note or a point of it that it was like, yeah, Daniel Bryan beat him with technical wrestling. Yeah, he it, and he didn't have to compromise his morals the way that Miz was suggesting. Yeah, instead it was just like, oh, yeah, that <laughs> happened. And yeah. that was like legitimately the commentator's reaction. So, yeah, it was a bit frustrating. Uh, moving on then from that. So the main event: Triple H versus The Undertaker. Full of last time ever. This match went twenty-eight minutes. So the longest of the night. But it's the main event, so that's fair enough. But there was so much shenaniganism. This is not a real word, but there was so much interference, wasn't there? Just completely throughout the whole match. Throwing objects, Shawn Michaels and Kane, constant interference, which is fine. Let's be honest, they couldn't put on a wrestling match, could they? Well, I mean, they 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 could. It wouldn't be the best. Um, Triple H, on the you know, on the side note. It's probably in the best shape I've ever seen him. So I don't question his ability to do to take a match for a long period of time. The Undertaker, on the other hand, probably not the, the best shape, but still looks in good shape. Yeah, there were. I heard there was a lot of spot calling in this. Yeah, there yeah, was. There was a bit. Th- there were a few points. I, I just could, I couldn't tell if it was selling or if it was just Genuine like pain. the Undertaker is fucked. Yeah. In things like. He would he would get up from a move and then he'd just be stumbling all over the ring from one side to the other, looking just completely out of it. Yeah, I I just can't tell these days whether it's selling or he's just really old. <laughs> I think it's a mixture. It's probably a bit of both. Yeah, um, which I don't blame him for. No, I don't. He's fucking like fifty one. So, <laughs> but at the same time though, when you look at, it, I know he's wrestled more in the last year or so, but it's like he only wrestled a couple times a year. You know, so you spend the rest of your time at home. Like, even though you're in your early fifties, you could still get in a very good shape. And he obviously, is, he, he obviously he shape. is. But I feel like when you just look at him, he just looks like he could be better. Yeah, I feel like when you look at him, he looks all right. And then when you when he starts wrestling, he looks old. Yeah, especially when you're comparing him to a guy with a body like Triple H. Yeah, which is just ridiculously ripped for a guy his age. Um, but you know I wouldn't expect anything less from Triple H he's always been like that um, well not always he's always taken pride in his bodybuilding appearance um, but the match itself so slow paced but a bit of a throwback 
Yeah. I felt Not like... just in the way it was those two involved. A bit of throwback in style. Lots of outside interference. Lots of shenanigans. Lots of weapons. I felt like with the interferences that they did, they could they should have just done... They could have kept the amount that they did, but had it in... Have it kind of all happen at once, really? Because there, there were bits like for the entire match That's where... That's what I mean. It was just throughout the whole Where, thing. like, Undertaker would send a glance at... Shawn Michaels and Shawn Michaels would look terrified yeah. like, why yeah. you've known this man forever you've wrestled him a million times yeah. you've beat him loads why are you scared yeah but that's the word, that's the character Shawn Michaels is playing at the minute isn't it yeah I guess yeah they're definitely heel shenanigans yeah uh, and maybe it's the fact that he's chopped his hair off so he's lost his uh, courage <laughs> lost his smile lost his hair lost his courage yep um, but he does look so weird with a bald head, doesn't he? Yes. It just doesn't seem right. Yet. I can understand if he had like a little bit of hair on it, like Triple H does. But he's like completely bald. Yeah, he's like shiny. Like clean, shiny head bald. He's like stone cold bald. She's just weird. Doesn't sit well with me. Anyway, Triple H actually won this match, which kind of gets forgotten about, I think. I I didn't particularly Triple think H. he would. Jumped off the apron and dropped an elbow through a table on Kane. I know he did, um, which was, was probably the biggest spot he's been involved in for a long time. <laughs> Last person to go wait for a Kane table or in a Triple H match was Stephanie McMahon. Did you watch? <laughs> did you see the bit when they were out in the crowd and Triple H went through the pedigree and an Undertaker yeah. went to back body drop it? Man, it, he just like that went badly. He went to lift and then everything just went limp and yeah. like Triple H fell just to his side yeah. and it was really awkward. That's when I was watching it and I was like, I was just how awkward that would be oh. whilst you're out. In yeah, the and crowd, in the crowd you're like, oh, uh, you can't even oh. cover that up with anything. <laughs> like you're, you're, really you're out there with the crowd and you've done that. Yeah, it's it just bad. looked like man. Sometimes like just just now for me, sometimes Undertaker just looks like. Sometimes it's hard to watch. It is hard to watch. I don't enjoy it. No, I enjoyed the spectacle. Then, I enjoyed the entrance. Yeah, I enjoyed the entrance. I enjoy, I enjoy the like the the moment. But when I watch the actual match, I think I I'm I'm not into this. This is he's too old. Because you just watch things as well. Like when when in, when he does a little bit on a raw, he'll come back and he'll deliver a choke slam and a tombstone to someone, and he'll like struggle to get up and he'll be sweating. Yeah, and you just think like you've got to do a match, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I get it, he's 51 and he's a legend and he's been through a lot. He's had a lot of injuries and he's had a tough so time. Let, he's put his body through a hell of a tough time. Let him rest. Yeah. Do you think that let they ask him rest. to do too much? You what, sorry? Do you think they ask him to do too much? Because I don't think, if it was his decision, I think he would have retired by now. See, it's hard because I yeah. think like, he takes, he's taken a lot of pride in his career and his character. And I feel like he would, uh, to see what... And I'm not saying his character has become a joke or he's an embarrassment to his legacy, because that would be completely false. But to see his legacy legacy is being slightly tarnished, I think. Yeah, I feel like he has that kind of... Um, commands that kind of respect, where if he was just to say, Vince, I'm done. Yeah. I'm retiring now. They would... But they I don't would know if he... Like, I don't know if he has, because I think... No, I know, that's what I'm saying. You, I feel like if, if he was to say that, then they would have respected him and done it by now. Because, like, you look at the Greatest Royal Rumble, they've obviously asked to have The Undertaker on that card. 
Super Showdown, they obviously asked to have Undertaker on that card. And I think that they were just creatively, weren't, they didn't have enough without The Undertaker last year for WrestleMania. And they just thought, we'll put him in. I don't know. I think, yeah, with the Greatest Royal Rumble, Saudi has definitely asked for a big, for him, probably by name. And I think with this one, they were looking for a big star to help sell tickets. Um, and I think that's what they're using The Undertaker for at the minute, to help sell tickets, which seems pretty yeah, ruthless, they, they but even, at the same time is what he's employed to do. They even put him on like the Madison Square Garden shows yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Um, and like... <laughs> it does make me wonder. I was thinking the other day, like if I was a new wrestler in that locker room, um, how the hell do you speak to one? Like, how do you greet him? Yeah. And there was a video of when he was hey, walking. Mark. He was he just got off the plane. And he was walking through the airport, and there were some journalists around. And you get these Australian guys, and they're like, "Mark, Undertaker, Under." <laughs> they didn't call him Taker. They went for Under. Under. <laughs> <laughs> Bizarre. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a tough one. I don't, I don't know, Matt. What do you think? Is he is he being used or is he refusing I to go quietly? It does it, to me. It does kind of seem like he's being used as a bit of like a cash cow. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I don't, but I don't think he's doing it reluctantly. No, I think he. You I, know, feel, I feel like wrestling. If, what does the Undertaker have? I mean, he's got obviously his family life. Yeah. I mean, like the same as what I was saying a minute ago. If he was to say, like, "No, I'm not doing that," yeah, then you would hope that they would. They'd be that. like, "Yeah, yeah, all right, fair." Um, but there isn't. At, at the same time, there is no need for this storyline. Not really. It doesn't need to happen. Nobody, nobody had you know gone the last five or so, however many years thinking, "Oh, if only we could have one more Triple H Undertaker match." No one, no one has Nobody's said Nobody's even saying now, can we have another Undertaker match? No, that's true, yeah, regardless of who he's against. The only one that you could maybe argue that people would ask for is an Undertaker Shawn Michaels one, but I don't want to see that again. Mm. And I didn't want to no. see it until a couple of weeks ago. Actually, I didn't want to see it to begin with. No, I mean, well, I wanted to see it back in the day. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, but I mean, like, since he's retired, I've not wanted to see that match since. No, no, I would not want to. Um... So yeah, Triple H beat The Undertaker for what was supposed to be the last time ever, um, but turns out <coughs> they're actually going to have a tag team match, uh, which was announced on Raw. Um, Brilliant. And we will... Well, shall we get into Raw? Do, should we run down Raw quickly? I know we ain't got too much time. Um, we spent a lot of time on Super Showdown, actually. But the wrestling this week, for me, was average. Raw ran SmackDown. So let's just shit, run through shit. the main talking uh, points. Shit. And uh, we'll uh, we'll let Matt go on time this week, yeah? So, Raw from Chicago, always a hot crowd. Um, the main talking points there. So, as we say, it kicked off with Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Uh, are you ready? Those are the three words that, you know, pop the crowd. Um, I saw this one quite a million miles away. And so much so, Aiden, that I text... Well, Jamie was texting me throughout Super Showdown. And basically said... Well, he asked me, do I think... He said, you know they're saying this is The Undertaker versus Triple H for the last time ever. Do you think this is The Undertaker's last ever match? And I was like, no, definitely not. He'll be in a tag team match with Kane against DX. He was like, what? I was like, it's definitely coming. And he was like, oh, okay. And then first thing on Monday, Triple H, Shawn Michaels out there. DX, 3-4, Brothers of Destruction, a challenged happening in Saudi Arabia. 
I mean, am I from the future or am I from the future? It's just such a waste for me. It is, it was such a waste. I'm pissed that this is Shawn Michaels' return match. I'm just pissed that it's in Saudi fucking Arabia. Yeah. Could, like, I'm pissed that he's coming out of retirement. Yeah, I, I don't want him to come out of retirement full stop. Even for something like an AJ match or a Daniel Bryan match or whatever. Um, but of all places to have it, it's in a place that, like... 10% of the crowd know who you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He has no connection to Saudi Arabia. There's no hometown return, like hometown hero return. There's no real like, reason for this imagine match. Imagine this was in some, somewhere like Chicago or Philly where the crowd is always hot. Middle. Or San Antonio. The <laughs> crowd could have probably get, would probably get them through it. Not yeah. Brooklyn. <laughs> Fuck Brooklyn. Um... Yeah, no, it's just, it seems pointless. Nobody's asking for it. The, uh, the response so far has pretty much been overwhelmingly negative. It just seems like, how, how can you get something like the return of one of the greatest of all time so wrong? Yeah. Like, it's, that's a skill to mess that up. Yeah, because like, when you think about it, this is Kane, The Undertaker. Shawn Michaels and Triple H. And I just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see yep. the match. I wouldn't mind as soon as it was announced on Raw, it sort of set the tone for the... I wouldn't mind a five-minute segment. I just don't want to see the match. Yeah, I'm all for the little segments they do. They're cool. <laughs> but yeah, I just I do not care for the match. Oh, it's I don't crazy want to see Kane in 2018. I've... I don't want to see Undertaker in 2018, really. Triple H I'm fine with Shawn Michaels and I don't want to see a retired for 8 years Shawn Michaels in 2018 so yeah, yeah. I just don't care no. it's a shame because I want to care so do I and it's weird it's how have they gone as you say this is Kane the Undertaker Shawn Michaels and Triple H four of the biggest names in the history of wrestling and they've they've taken it they've somehow managed to get to a, a place where they've made people not want to see these guys and it's not even through overexposure They've just, they've made them feel dated. Yeah. It's and just... they are dated. And that's not through any fault of their own. They are old. They should just move on. Yeah. But at the same time, WWE needs these stars. Because they don't have enough star power of their own currently, by the way. By the looks of it. It's because, it's because they're their own worst enemies. Yeah, because they fuck go. people over. I mean. Look at what they could make out of people like Kevin Owens. I mean, look what they could make out of, like, Evolution. And, like, so the last... Th- this week on Raw, we were focusing on DX, The Undertaker and Kane, with a combined age of over 200 between all four of them. Mm. Lita and Trish Stratus. And Trish Stratus, yeah. And even Mickey James to an extent. Yeah. And you just think, like... And Kurt Angle. Well, yeah, and Kurt Angle. Yeah. And you look at the World yep. Cup tournament they're and doing. And John Cena. Well, this is what I was getting onto this point. Got, you look at the combined age of the people who've already qualified for. We've got John Cena, Kurt Angle, Randy Orton, and Jeff, and Jeff Hardy. Hardy. Yeah. All of them. Over that, 40. Uh, yeah, Jeff Hardy is now. All of them 40 plus. Is Randy, uh, Randy Orton? I think might be 39. 38. Yeah. Which <laughs> just. I kind of get what they're doing with this. I think it's, I get it's like big names and big they names. Make, like, People who've held the world title loads, so it makes it seems like a prestigious yeah. tournament and stuff. But they will all be it's not like a future world legends. Cup if they're all American. <laughs> well, I'm assuming Rey Mysterio will, will go into it, but he's from fucking San Diego, isn't he? Yeah. Um, 
Although I just found out one of my global. mates from Coventry is becoming a wrestler. Yeah, nice. Is he in the World Cup? <laughs> he might be, yeah. He's not American enough. Um, but yeah, I don't think the Americans get the concept of a World Cup. It's supposed to be a global no. competition. If Pete does they don't get the thing of a World <laughs> Series or... Yeah, that's true, the World Series. Um, yeah, if Pete Dunne ain't in it representing the UK, then is it really a World Cup? No, well, they they got so many nationalities they can work with. But that's what pisses me off. Rusev, they got Almas, uh, Nakamura, Sheamus, Finn Balor. Um, they got Killian Dane. Killian Dane, yeah. That's about it. <laughs> Anyone but from I mean, the like UK, you've got Al- Alistair Black. Alistair Black from the Netherlands, yeah. Although he can't really do much at the minute. Well, that's true. Um, Razor. Yeah, Aikerman, Razor, not, not just Razor. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them's not from Albania, right? Yeah, they're from two different countries. Oh, right. They're, both... they're not, they're not. I thought one of them was American. No. No, it was the Iranian. No, no idea. Oh, no idea. Uh, Jinder Mahal. Davari, he's from Iran. Yeah. They could have had that Saudi guy that they signed, <laughs> yeah. who they presented in Saudi Arabia. For one night. He'll probably be on the net. He'll probably be in this fucking World Cup. Well, yeah. That's... Ugh. Don't want that. Um... Kofi Kick? No, he's from America now. Just let him be Jamaican for a night. <laughs> um, anyway, we'll, go, we'll uh, get back to, to Raw. So, other talking points. So, you're right. The main talking points from Raw, unfortunately, all, mainly all revolved around people over the age of 40. Some of them over the age of 50, as we've said. I don't know. And then, we did have the match that we've never seen ever before. The six-man tag match. I just don't know why we got two rematches from Saturday because we got two six-man or six-person tag team rematches. Yeah, with no reason why because they both finished fine and clean. Yeah, there wasn't any like. It was oh, Ruby Riots asked for another shot, so we've given it to her. Fucking yeah. why? Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, they had a lot of matches at Super Showdown, and they've got a lot of the same people around on Raw. I mean, what if if you weren't going to have. I guess you could have had any combination of those six women in a singles match or a tag team match, couldn't you? But we've seen a lot of that. What else are you going to do with them at the moment? It's just. I think this match was just used as a way to get to the Nikki Bella, Brie Bella Hill turn. I'm just so... Yeah, obviously, but I'm just so bored of the six-man tag era. I think it's sticking around for a long time. They'd like to get as many people onto the shows as possible. We've had the Attitude Era. We've had the Ruthless Aggression. We've had PG... Now we're in the six-man tag. Six-man tag. <laughs> Every single week there's one, I swear. Yeah. Fuck it, it sucks. Um, that being said, though... And so it does the, almost seem exclusive to Raw as well. Yeah. the six, Well, yeah. When was the last time we had a six-person tag team match on SmackDown? Exactly. They barely got that many people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's part of the issue right now. They've got too many people. Um, maybe they should make it four hours each week. No. Um, no. So... Raw, the, yeah, the the six women tag team match for me, fine match, nothing wrong with it, right result, whatever. Um, the heel turn, what are we making of the heel turn, Matt? I imagine you don't give a shit. Couldn't care. <laughs> Aiden, how you feel about it? I was so shocked. I did not see it coming. Is that a lie? Yes. <laughs> I figured as much. Um, do you know what? I don't mind it. 
I, I don't mind I it. I would much prefer this story than a, Rhonda, I love you so much. You're so great. I want to challenge you. See where I am in my career right now. As a fight, like, Nikki versus Rhonda as a face versus face. No. Nikki I'm just glad plays, it's not fucking brief. Nikki plays the bitch the, the, very well. The Bellas should always be heels for me. Yeah. Um, I get that they're popular and they're marketable and all that stuff, but they should be heels. They're the bitchy, like, superior schoolgirl heel kind yeah. of thing, like the Mean Girls. Yeah. Um, I do wonder if this means there'll now be no reference um, that Daniel Bryan is married to Brie Bella. Yeah, I know, I was thinking that. Because <laughs> <laughs> a couple of weeks ago they couldn't stop talking about it, but now yeah. I imagine it's never getting brought up again. <laughs> Just cut ties with his wife, <laughs> giving up the baby for adoption. Um probably yeah. best on his part because she's fucking dragging him down <laughs> for God's sake Matt let it go <laughs> never <laughs> oh dear um, yeah I don't think they'll mention that until she uh, goes away and comes back again probably at the Royal Rumble um, so are we thinking Brie no involvement for Evolution other than being on Nikki's in Nikki's corner that might be a bit of a shame for her. Who cares? Or is that her punishment for the I mean, I don't know mishaps? why I don't know why Nikki gets the shot and Brie doesn't. Because Nikki's better than Brie. Well yeah, I know, but yeah, I mean in terms of like if they're basing it better. if they're basing it just off that off the beatdown. Yeah, then they both beat her down, yeah. Um But yeah, um It just seems a bit like is that Brie's being relegated to Nikki's corner person, which she's done many times before? Yeah, um, she did for her entire Divas Championship reign. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but uh, but you know, Nikki the Nikki is the the superior one out of the two, so she deserves more of a shot than, than Brie does. Uh, moving on then, so the other six man, well, the other six person tag was a rematch, as you say, the Shield versus Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre. Except this time, the result was different, which is, you know more acceptable than doing the same match and having the same result two nights in a row which they did with the women um, but I guess I understand why they got why they did that so they could get to the heel turn um, what did we make of this match personally I thought this Shield Braun Strowman etc match was a lot better than the one at Super Showdown it was yeah, a lot was more fast paced great action crowd were more into crowd it. were a lot more into it it was just crisper it was faster and just generally all over a better match. And I like the fact that the heels won. Not that they're the bad guys. The Shield are the bad guys. Yeah, literally admitted to being the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, old style Shield promo as well. Did you notice that? Yeah. Which That's I hope this cool. means that Roman will no longer refer to himself as the guy. Because he's literally just come out and said, I'm the bad guy. He's a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, what did we, Matt, what did you make it? I know you're bored of the same match seeing the same match over and over. Um, but I thought it was quite good. No, I'm bored of it. I'm really bored of it. I'm really bored of this. Is he going to, is he going to turn on the shield? It's only been going for like two weeks. <laughs> it feels like he's been going for about four years. <laughs> it's only been back a couple months. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not annoyed at him. Yeah. Right? Well, it makes a change. Well, it does make a change. I think he's come back and he's doing some some of the best work he's done. Yeah. But they're just that storyline is so shit. I don't mind it. I think it's 
I think it's decent. I just think it's a bit early, that's all, for it's me. It's a bit early, and they've also telegraphed it way too much, where you just go, well, there's no way he's actually going to do it. Yeah. But I think... Where where do we think this culminates? Like, the Shield reunion has been short-lived both times they've tried to resurrect it. The first time, through no real fault of their own, through the injuries and stuff. So this time, they seem to be sabotaging it by... Basically trying to break them up already. Do we think this will actually work? Or do you know what I Where's hope it comes to? What I hope it comes to at WrestleMania a triple threat match between all three of them. A lot of people would be up for that. Um, Aiden would prefer to see him in a friendly match at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> friendly. <laughs> um, a lot of people would want to see this match. However, we did see it once before. And it kind of didn't meet the, reach the heights that people hoped. If you were to have that match at WrestleMania, who's who's the heels? Well, Roman is the heel by default. But I mean, like, is there a turn which breaks them up and leads to this match? Yeah, Dean Ambrose turns on both of them, um, challenges Seth for the. So you think they'll go title. for the one that they've already telegraphed? I think they have to. They're not gonna. Roman ain't turning heel. Seth's already done it. And I think now it's just like if if Dean was to turn, you'd just be like, "Oh right, yeah, yeah." They did. They have. They have talked about this for a while. <laughs> Whereas when Seth did it, it was like, "Holy fucking shit!" Of of all three of them, he was the last one. Yeah. That you would have expected. I just think it was more of a surprise when it happened because there was no no sign of it. No sign of it at all. And but now people, people had always been talking about like Ambrose would be the one to turn, or Roman would be the one to break out and turn, or whatever. No one ever even considered Seth, and then it was of all three of them, it was him. So if they were to do that now with Ambrose, it would just be like, well, yeah, I knew, I knew that was going to happen because they've been hinting at it for weeks, and yeah. everyone's been talking about it. And like, they're going to go over a Roman hill turn and absolutely shock us all. <laughs> I guess the best thing they could do is. Have Ambrose like patch up things with Roman and Seth for about a month or two. Maybe get to the Royal Rumble and have it happen there. I think just to like cool it down a bit. Or just have him be like finally just go look, football. Like football I just need to do my own thing for a while. Yeah, but that wouldn't that wouldn't work. I mean, what maybe what could work is if Ambrose says I need to do my own thing. Like we're still friends like we'll still have each other's back but I want to I'm going after singles like, gold I can't Seth be asked does, wearing the shield gear every day well like Seth does a, a intercontinental title open challenge match and Ambrose comes out and accepts the challenge sort of thing like that would be pretty cool even just something like it's been it's been a month or two since they've been together um, as as the shield anyway um, Ambrose is getting beat down and they come out and try and save him but they like cost him a match or something like that and he's just like fucking really guys like Pissing me off now, which is yeah. kind of what they did last week. Well, with, with Braun Strowman, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but maybe to a more severe extent. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I, Matt, you're bored of the storyline, but I think the way we're talking about it now, it has opened up a few avenues, which is kind of what Raw needs. Yeah, it needs Raw needs to go somewhere. It's it's becoming very stale, stale, and the same. Like you watch it every week, and you think. Fuck me, I watched it last week. Yeah. Except we watched it last week and we watched it at Super Showdown. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't. So, well, yeah. you didn't, know, but we did. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. I, I totally agree with that. Uh, and if you look at the rest of Raw then, 
Um, more of the same, really. I mean, the other talking points. So, Finn Balor and Bailey against Jinder and Alicia. We saw this yeah. match. They literally, week. they literally wrestled on Mixed Match Challenge on Tuesday as yeah, well. Exactly. Like we've seen it. So we saw it on Monday, saw it on Tuesday, and we saw it on Monday again. Yeah. Um, neither of these were at Super Showdown, so which is a crime in itself. That Finn and was on fucking paper. We got Chad gave on Bobby Roode versus the Ascension versus again. The Ascension again. Yes. Which I, I was that one thrilled. Again. Uh, at least they threw in something different at the end with Rio P coming and beat him up. Um, what else was there in ring wise? So we had Ember Moon versus Nia Jax, which made no sense. Yeah, it was just randomly like, oh, Ember Moon's decided to challenge her friend. Yeah, <laughs> no sense. But at least it was slightly different that they weren't teaming together. Um, and, you know, then we had the Alexa, Mickey, Trish, and Lita bit, which I guess obviously they're building up to the match at Evolution, so it has to be a build up on Raw. Um, didn't I say a few weeks ago that it made more sense if it was a tag match rather I than two singles? I might have suggested. Fuck off. I think I might have. After I said it and you were like, yeah, that's a good idea. No, I believe I might have come up with that idea. Right. <laughs> you go back and listen. Because uh, the first thing I said when I heard about it, I was like, I, I knew it. I may had this idea. Um, anyway. I think if it wasn't for Alexa's injury, it'd still be two singles matches. Yeah, I think it would be. And I don't know, I don't know if it's... Um, any slight on Trish to say, oh, I don't think a singles match is the best idea. I think this is purely down to Alexis. Especially after her attempt at a, as a Trish... Or, she completely it? missed Trish her, kick or whatever it was called. Yeah, she completely missed her and then spun around and just like kicked her on the ribs. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Whenever Lita goes up top to do a moonsault, I always get scared. Yeah. Matt, are you uh, yep. going to be equally as harsh on Trish Stratus when she botches? Hell no. <laughs> We all know you like the blondes. Love Trish Stratus. Um, is it me, or does Trish Stratus not have the voice for promos? She seems like she's just talking nicely for the whole time. I don't know. I think she maybe might might have lost a bit of confidence or something. Bit mm. of, bit of I bit think of it might be because she's got a child now and she talks to that more than she does anyone else. <laughs> maybe that's a good point. Um, so yeah, tag team match was made. Lita got a decent ovation anyway, but I think we all saw it coming, didn't we? Yeah, it should have made it more of a surprise. Yeah. Maybe even just have them start beating her yeah, down. Yeah, that's, that's how... Because I read about this match being made before I saw Raw, and so that was a bit annoying. And I thought, in my head, how it played out, Alexa and Mickey came down, they... Verbal confrontation with Trish, blindsided her, started beating her up, Lita comes out, makes a save, then they make the challenge tag team match. Not Mickey James goes... How about we just team up? Yeah. And Trish about, goes, oh, okay, go that's a great idea. Back. By the way, I've already got a partner right here. Yeah, Lita just so happened to be there waiting. <laughs> yeah. Made no sense. Could, hadn't they already announced it was Mickey James versus Lita? Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> I guess they've had their hand forced slightly. In that Alexa's injured and she needs to be, you know, probably out of the match as much as possible uh, to avoid further injury. Um, so I guess there's that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, not all, I'm not massively taken by this decision. But whatever. We'll see what they get to at Evolution. Um, all right, quickly on SmackDown, Matt, before you've got to go. Um, we had the big show versus Randy Orton in a main event in 2018 on SmackDown, so that was great. Focusing on the next Yeah, what the fuck? Shit match. 
Big Show looks great. Randy Orton's doing great stuff, but the match just didn't didn't gel. Um, exactly what you'd expect from them. Too. And we saw the RKO for the first time in a long time, actually, so that was good. That's true. Um, we also had Samoa Joe versus Jeff Hardy, which ended abruptly when Samoa Joe couldn't continue because of his knee injury sustained at Super Showdown. So as I say, yeah, that's bullshit as well. Carrying this on, don't know where they go with it. Um, I forgot to talk about Kevin Owens and Bobby Lashley actually on Raw. That was good. Yeah, that's okay. Leo Rush is so annoying, but like it's perfect for a heel. Um, moving on to SmackDown, back to SmackDown, we had the Miz TV segment with the Miz, Daniel Bryan, and AJ Styles. Daniel Bryan obviously winning that match, meaning he becomes number one contender at Crown Jewel. So, interested to see where this feud goes. Matt, you'll probably die death of boredom from it because <laughs> you're bored of both yeah. of these guys. Um, but, you know, I'm interested to see what these guys can do. Hopefully, they'll knock it out of the park. Um, and then, then, was that pretty much it? Well, that's another match where I just go, like, put that in a Chicago crowd or something. Yeah, yeah. In a hotbed crowd. I don't think Saudi Arabia the is the right place for this match. they'd go nuts for. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, just... Or, yeah, Philly or something. Fucking hate Saudi Arabia. Or London. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but London's been a bit shit for me lately. Yeah, that's true. Um, was that pretty much it for SmackDown? I mean, Becky Lynch and Charlotte. Becky Lynch. Oh yeah. Wow, can I forget? We started with a match. <laughs> yeah. And we had entrances before they went on air. It was yeah. nuts. Yeah. Becky Lynch. Yeah, they were both in the ring, weren't they? At the yeah, start, was, they were ready to go. Um, and I, it took me by surprise I was watching and I don't think I was fully concentrating at the start like fully expecting there to be some sort of promo at the beginning because that's what usually happens but there was a fucking women's tag team to, uh, women's championship match to start off Smackdown which is with no hype like no one I don't I hadn't read that this match was happening yeah it was booked almost like, I think it was booked during Super Showdown oh, was it after their match alright fair enough I didn't know there was this match was happening so it took me by surprise pleasantly surprised because it was a good match um, a bit of a hokey ending, but again, we're building to Evolution pay-per-view, so that's going to happen. Oh, it like she fucked her arm. Yeah, so just is what I want to talk about. The spear through the LED screens, or LCD screens. LED? LED screens. How Very did she manage to cut her... Rhino Jericho-esque. I think it was because it was her, her right arm. So I think when she speared her and the things broke, I think Becky landed and trapped her arm right. on a board and I think maybe when pulling her arm out or something maybe. she got cut yeah. because as soon as Becky kind of sits down glass, after is the it? spear she starts like screaming and yelling yeah so it didn't look the spear didn't look that great if I'm honest she didn't get a lot of velocity I think it was just because like after going through that wall there wasn't really anywhere for them to go they couldn't yeah. fall flat on the ground because yeah. there's literally Becky was pretty much flat against the screens as well and she got speared which yeah. she needs to be a bit further forward but yeah, whatever that's technicalities good moment you know Takes a few up new. a notch, which is good. Haven't seen it before. Haven't seen it before. In this, in this, not generation. with women. We've seen it with men many times. Yeah, but not in like the current screen setup and stuff. I guess so. Um, but yeah, I mean, decent moment. Takes a few up a notch, and then obviously Paige announces the uh, last woman standing match. The first ever first last ever woman standing, which isn't the first like. Which isn't the first ever. So that's that's um, what's pissing me off right now. Is just the was it Nikki Cross and Asper? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's just like sheer like arrogance, just to expect like I know NXT is not the most watched thing in the world, but a core their core audience would know that, and just to be like, no, this is the first one ever. Yeah. It's like it's not. You literally did one a few months ago. It's not in a different company. 
you literally did it yeah. with a wrestler who's on your main roster <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, he's actually on the roster. And, like, it just pisses me off because, like, saying something is the first, first ever version this of the match. This is the first ever PWP. For, for me, doesn't, <laughs> it really doesn't add as much to the match as they, I think they think it does. No. Like, with the Royal Rumble... That that was, it's the that Royal, was yeah. but it's the Royal Rumble. It's great. Like it's a massive moment in the year. That's fine. You don't have to ram it down our throats. It's the first ever Royal Rumble. Uh, Same as get... why can't you just say, "Oh, we have got Evolution coming up next yeah, week." Yeah. Not the the first ever all women's pay per view WWE Evolution. Yeah. Like saying it's the first thing, ever, like the first time ever, doesn't add as much to it as they, think, they it think it does. I mean, it did with certain things. I think it did with uh, Money in the Bank, and it did with Hell in a Cell, and it did with the Royal Rumble. But everything else that's a first ever is, is great. It's great that they're doing it, but we don't need to have it thrown down our throats that it's the first When Charlotte and Sasha had their Iron Woman match, that wasn't the first one ever, because no. Sasha and Bailey had Bailey one in NXT, one, yeah. but they didn't, ref- they didn't refer to this one as, the, as Charlotte's one as the first one ever. So why are they referring to this one as the first one ever? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because if the four horsewomen aren't in it, then it doesn't count. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Um, so yeah that. It's just really like arrogant. It pisses me off. I can tell. I can sense you're pretty annoyed by it. Uh, rest of SmackDown then. So, um, was there too much else? Well, obviously, AJ faced Shelton Benjamin and beat him, which made Daniel Bryan. Oh, our boys are about to drop out. Fair enough, Matthew. Uh, we know you've got a good bitty bite. The rest of SmackDown was shit, by the way, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your positivity this week. No worries. <laughs> you'll see some more of that on Saturday night. Well, I hope you're a bit more positive about that because there hasn't been any. There won't be any more wrestling unless the uh, we can watch the Pete Dunne, Ricochet, Adam Cole match by then. Maybe you might feel a bit better about things. Yeah, I probably will. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you at the weekend, Matt. Too. You will indeed. See you later, peeps. Yeah. See ya. See you in the rest of the now. Just me and you now. Um, I don't think there was much more, was there? Um. Let's have a look. Well, Shelton Benjamin was the last one on my Mystic People's list, so now I've successfully Two weeks in a row one. now. Yeah, you've got everyone, not even Nijax came back. Um, although they do seem to have substituted Shelton Benjamin with Shinsuke. <laughs> Wait, cause it just doesn't show up anymore. Do we have... Well, he'll be there next week. What happened to the 30-day defending rule thing? I can't no. remember the last time he defended. Uh, it would have been less than a month ago. Um, would it though yeah he had an open challenge or something did he though I can't remember who it was against he definitely had a he might have been Ty Dillinger I don't, it wasn't for the title though was it was it not no I think it was I think it was he had a match against R-Truth but that wasn't for the title either no no I think that was I don't know whatever this is great great radio Um yeah, he seems to have gone missing, but he will be there next week. Next week is obviously SmackDown 1000. Mm-hmm. So much less of a big deal than <laughs> Raw 25 or <laughs> Raw 1000, um, seemingly. So it just tells you what they what they think about SmackDown as the uh, the B show. Isn't it weird to think that? I suppose when you think about it, when SmackDown first aired in 1999. That was a thousand weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, actually. Weird. It is weird. A thousand weeks. <laughs> a thousand weeks is a long time. Um, 19 years, to be precise. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? The Rey Mysterio returns next week, 
When Mysterio returns, Edge is doing a Edge cutting edge. Doing yeah, a cutting edge without Christian. Yeah, it's a bit shit. Um, and Evolution are <laughs> returning. Um, which, given the respective you know career paths of each of these people, does this make any sense? And secondly, no, another make any point sense for me. I when think I it's think, only because Randy's on there. When I think of Evolution. I don't think of SmackDown, I think of Raw. Yeah, exactly. Were they ever on SmackDown? No, that's what they keep saying. For the first time ever, they'll be on SmackDown. So why the fuck are they there? I don't even know what they're going to do as well. Yeah. Like, Rick Flair I mean, can't really do anything. Yeah, well, yeah, Rick Flair ain't going to do anything. It's not Batista, realistic to have him beat So last I heard, Batista wasn't invited. Yeah, which <laughs> was he now is. It's like they just forgotten and they saw his tweet. They're like, yeah. oh, fuck, oh, Batista. Someone it's, it's in his hometown as well. Is it? Yeah, it's in Washington. Um, so, yeah, I mean... I don't, I don't understand the relevance of Evolution returning. Well, like Triple H has got this whole thing with Shawn Michaels now. Like Shawn Michaels going to be there too? I don't know. It just doesn't make it. It's bad timing. I think it doesn't make any sense. Um, but we'll see. These shows are always fun to have. Like some old people come back, but as we've been saying, they've had old people oh, come back like, every week now. So and they, they were saying, they keep saying. That Rey Mysterio is returning full time yeah, as well, so I actually he's just a weekly yeah. cast member now. Yeah. And then, well, he's he's trying to qualify for the World Cup, isn't he? So. Well, he's trying to qualify for it. That's exactly what I said. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he will. He's not losing to Shinsuke on his first uh, match back, is he? No, no way. Well, I don't know what that does for the US title. Um, not a lot. That's what it does. Um, I think that's pretty much it for this week's episode. I wouldn't, I would semi-agree with Matt and his 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 lack of positivity. Um, but I, I feel like there was, you know, some positives you can take from Raw. What we should add yeah, is the news, news that, that we've bad. seen, um, banded her out. About Kevin Owens, the states of Kevin Owens, who Aiden, you informed us earlier, apparently is undergoing knee surgery and will be was being well that whole segment was the Lashley segment was used to write him out of TV. Yeah, Dave Meltzer reported it that he's been working with a, little, with a knee injury for a little while. He's had a history of knee injuries in the past anyway. Well, Renee said this on Raw, and then I was like, has he? But yeah, he done. Yeah, it was, it was what um, when he. Did a fake retirement in Ring of Honor. Yeah. For that reason. I see, I see. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so he's reported that. Um, this was designed to write him out for a bit. It looks like he's going to need surgery. Um, but they, so yeah, they weren't going to say anything until that was like confirmed, basically. Yeah. Um, or until he start, actually undergoes it. And that there's no real time scale on his return or like to the severity of the issue, basically. So that's to me, if he's gonna have surgery, that's definitely out past Royal Rumble. I suppose it depends on on the type of surgery, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess so. If it's just like keyhole, maybe that wouldn't be so bad. But maybe a potential return at the Rumble, eliminate Lashley, get that- a pop. That would be good. Because, <laughs> like, I, I, feel, I, I would I, imagine... The, the the silver lining for this Kevin Owens situation is that his return 
he's going to get a hell of an ovation. His return... He'll be reinvigorated. His return should be a big deal. Yeah. Whether or not WWE may... It should be a surprise. Fucking surprise us once in a while. What is surprise? (laughs) You sound like she's going Nakamura. (laughs) I'm so just accustomed to them now announcing everything a week in advance on Twitter. Yeah. Just so that people will tune in, which they're obviously not. Um, no, that's the third lowest ratings in Raw history this week. Yeah, because the last two weeks broke the broke the record for the lowest ever. That's true. At least they're going up then. <laughs> um, so yeah, and I, I don't know. I had literally no idea anything about Sami Zayn's like recovery or anything. I know he had double shoulder surgery again, um, or two separate ones, like yeah. not at the same time. Um, so I have no idea what his kind of timescales are. Mm. I would imagine it rumbles way too early, but perhaps maybe kind of raw after Mania kind of time. Yeah. Um, should be a shame, because having neither of them on the show sucks. Um, Especially if we're going to be there. Oh, shit. <laughs> I just meant as of like right now. Oh, right. Um, like having neither of them on Raw is going to be shit. Yeah. So... Yeah, Kevin Owens is a big miss for Raw because he gets used in a lot of different capacities, doesn't he? Yeah, and he has done consistently on, mm. on SmackDown as well. Ever yeah. since he's been called up, he's never really been without like, a feud. He's never just not been on TV for a month for no yeah. reason. Yeah, even when he quit, he was gone for six he's days. He's gone for a week. <laughs> oh, dear, <coughs> happened to you there? I've lost <laughs> my voice. Uh, on that note, since I'm losing my voice now, it's probably best to call it a day. Um. We look forward to SmackDown 1000 next week. Um, we look forward to see what a nice little break. Sorry? It should be just a nice little break. Yeah. Just have the, like, just a little break away, from the norm. To throw away fun show. Yeah. Which is fun With sometimes. some current stuff. <clears throat> and, uh, and then Evolution. So wait, that's three weeks from now? Or three weeks from Raw? Three should weeks. Just two, two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks away. Saudi um, Arabia is three Canada weeks on three Friday. Three and a half weeks away. Crazy, man. Too many pay-per-views all in one go. Um, and then there'll be about three weeks to survive a series after that. And then nothing. Well, December. But I, I thought we established just that they weren't doing one in December. Yeah, they will. Was it Night of Champions? Maybe it was Night of Champions. Um, anyway, so, thank you for joining us on this week's PWP episode remember you can find us on the twitter at the underscore pwp and on instagram at the underscore pwp aiden where can they find you on twitter at aiden bunker matt where can they find you on twitter at the bear and bumby thank you matt um and you can find me at ali bunker 88 on twitter do get involved do get in touch let us know what you're thinking um about the product these days because a lot of people have got a lot of negative things to say about it so um you know we want some some thoughts on how things could improve what people would do differently etc etc so yeah just give us a shout on twitter whenever you like um as i say thank you for listening and we will see you next week